This is an AMI podcast. I'm good enough of an actor to be allowed in the room. Beyond that is not entirely up to me. Regardless of one's talents, abilities, there are gatekeepers to this business. My name is Caden Lawrence, and this is Breaking Character Take Dose. Hello? Hi, is this Caden? Yes, speaking. Thank you so much for- I got an email in my inbox a couple weeks ago, and it was this person named Victoria. She's pitching me on hiring me as a restaurant manager for their new location that they're opening up. It's the first time I found myself in a position where I'm the one being pitched, I'm the one being sought after, as if the universe is saying, Hey, dude, forget the acting. Here's your future. If I had to choose between working in the restaurant industry or pursuing the, the dream of acting in film and television, the smart answer would be the restaurant industry. <laughs> Taking this job could grant me that which I want at the cost of acting and, you know, killing the dream. Can you go get our talent? Okay. Hi, Catherine. We're ready for you. Follow me. My name is Catherine Joelle McKinnon. My sign name is Kat. I'm an actor, ASL coach, and filmmaker. I do prefer ASL. But when I'm working in the film industry, sometimes I will use spoken English. It just depends on the environment. I was in a short film, I was 18 years old, in Halifax, Nova Scotia. That was my first experience with film. Uh, I fell in love with acting. I believe I may have overheard a message. A message? In Morse code. I was born in PEI and lived half my life there. I also spent time in New Brunswick and Nova Scotia. So I would say that I'm a true maritimer. I was born deaf, and when I was born, they thought everything was fine. And then, at age two and a half, was when I was diagnosed as being deaf. I didn't know ASL until I was about 12, 13 years old. I just had to go with the flow to death. We all had to survive in this world, which can be cruel out there. Hi. Hi. Um, we're ready for you. Just follow me. Sounds good. Uh, just park right there under the mic. My name is Tai Young. I'm 17 years old. I'm an actor, artist, and speaker. I have always used a wheelchair ever since I was basically three years old. It's definitely a part of me, but it's not the only thing. There's a lot of things that make me who I am, and I don't want to necessarily single out one for no reason. I love exploring many different things. I'm really interested in fashion design, makeup, uh, filmmaking, acting. I'd love to do, oh my gosh, there's so many things. I've done a few films and commercials in the past, one of them being a commercial for Jumpstart. I was a kid new to the town and a bunch of kids were playing basketball outside and they came to the door offering for me to play. When I joined them, they were all on makeshift wheelchairs. 
and it was a really cool message about how everyone can be included and it's important to welcome people in. That commercial actually went viral, so a lot of people might recognize me through that. Jessica and Amy are my best friends. They're awesome. I absolutely love hanging out with them. We're all coming to the tennis center for the first time in probably about a year. Amy said the best thing earlier. She's like, I think what makes it fun is that half the time we don't know what we're doing. We sit in wheelchairs when we play tennis with Tide. It's our way of kind of getting together and having fun. Rock, Rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Uh, okay, so I'm serving? Yeah. Fine. Good luck. Good luck. I find it very difficult to serve, especially when I'm serving against two people. Ready? Yep. Anybody can kind of relay the shot and I have to move kind of at the speed of light and hit things back, so it's definitely difficult, but you know, it's not that serious, it's just fun. Being in a wheelchair is something to get used to, but once we're on the court and playing, we don't even really notice. We're just having a good time. I can't believe that went over the net. Through the five years that we've been playing, we've all improved collectively, but Ty can be a force to reckon with. <laughs> okay, I only need two more points and then it's tied, so just saying. That was just a practice one. Anyone can play wheelchair tennis and anyone can adapt a game it. to make it fair and to just have fun. I always love to explore and try different things, and something that I love to do is sports and stay physically active. I was recently cast in a PSA role where I was opening a box, and inside that box was Patrick Anderson's basketball wheelchair. I got to actually like explore this uh, sport on a set and doing acting, which is more of my passion. It's kind of cool how the different parts of your life can intersect. Hey, good job. Thanks. Very Maybe well deserved. Thank Maybe you. Next time. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Today, my good friend Aniko is coming over because we're working on producing a short film together. Hello. Hi. Who are you? Yes, hi. You're not on yes, Zoom. Yes, yes, no. I know, it's real. My name is Aniko Kazaz. My relationship with Kat started out as student teacher, so she was teaching me sign language, and then we became friends. Kat and I are co-executive producing a heist film. Kat is my lead actress, and then I'm co-starring with her in it. She had an experience that was the springboard for the script. I had gone to the bank to try and get a mortgage, and they screwed the whole thing up. When I told her, she was upset. She couldn't believe that that had happened to me. It was discrimination. So we decided to make a movie and write a script about it. But we thought maybe we should get rid of the bank idea and change it to a car heist. And things just progressed from there. So I was thinking uh, that we can... Um, Wait, sign we like this. We, we, we can um, learn the script and you can teach me my lines. The title of the short film is called Cat's Got Your Tongue. It's about a deaf woman encounter barriers within trying to buy a car. So the first line, uh, I'm sorry, but we can't sell you that car. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We can't. We can't. Sell. Sell. You. Uh, that car. It's important to me. 
And it's important to show how much we're just trying to get through the system and the struggles that we have. And I think we need to tell our own stories as well. And that's why we're making this film together. Do you remember when I was asked to audition for a deaf character? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. She contacted me. So they asked me to audition for a deaf role. I knew it was wrong. It's wrong, right? It's, yes, it's wrong. I remember that day you were like, well, because you were like, I want work. Of course, <laughs> we all want to work. Yes. Some directors, those say they'd rather cast a hearing actor instead of a deaf actor because it's easy on the communication. If they don't give them rough traits, how they could be in the business. There's plenty of roles for me to play as a, as a hearing person, so why take that one away from a deaf actor who would really do a better job anyway? I said, no, we need to step, step back. Mm -hmm. So you have the chance, yeah, yeah. I'm so happy that you said no. Mm -hmm. You, I'm gonna cry, you teach me sign, but you uh, teach me to be a better, a better person, so. Aww. And Murdoch's mystery is that I play the wife of Alexander Graham Bell, Mabel Bell. I'm turning like this, that's a happy election. And I just went for it. I was excited and nervous because I've never done a spoken role before. There's this sense among us that we don't want to ask too much. So I didn't want to be demanding in terms of saying there must be an interpreter on set. So I went ahead without one. If I use my eyes without a interpreter, it can be very exhausting. My brain, like processing two several things at the same time. <laughs> I just focus on the director, such a director, character, I just know everything else. The production assistant actually learned some basic signs from YouTube, and she might signal me, for example, in sign language, and say five minutes, ten minutes. I just love when people make that effort and try to learn the basics. It helps immensely. And that's all that matters to me. I think there's always a fear about the cost to having an interpreter for access, but it's actually less costly than any number of things that we spend in the film industry. So having interpretation is really a small part of the budget. Ever since then, I'm not afraid anymore. I will ask for an interpreter, if it's possible. This speaking role for that show was a challenge, but it was worth it. Experience, wow. Disability is still pushed to the side in regular society, daily life, and also in the film industry. There's not a lot of disability representation. I am someone who is starting that change and someone who can prove that, you know, people who have disabilities can be on the same level and the same caliber as other actors. Once people are represented in art and in media, they will be more equally and better treated just in normal life. Today, I'm meeting up with Megan McAteer, who's a film director that I've been working with. She's been working on a short film, and I've been brought on to mentor Jackie, who's playing the lead. Hello. Hey, Jackie. Hello. 
My name is Megan McAteer, and I am a filmmaker and series director and producer in lifestyle television. The film I have written is set in an apocalyptic environment, and it follows the story of a youth with disability and their mom in the midst of escaping a catastrophic event. I wanted to sort of flip the survival of the fittest cliche on its head and create a world in which the people with disability become the survivors. My name is Jackie, um, and I'm 13 years old. I do use my wheelchair a lot due to my cerebral palsy, but I can walk. All right, guys, so let's get into some of the script reading. So Sounds let's open good. up our scripts to page, page four, four, scene four. Okay. My role in the making of this film is basically mentor Jackie and help her feel comfortable while she's on set and almost guide her through the lens as well as I can. The van stops abruptly on the roadside. Mom, turn around. Mom throws the van into park. We can't. There's nothing to go back to. It's gone. No, shut up. You don't know that. One of the parts of the process that I talked to Jackie a lot about was being able to pull from past experiences to feel the emotion of certain characters and certain lines that we'll have throughout the script. Who's somebody in your life that sometimes stresses you out or makes you angry? My brother. <laughs> yeah? That thing that you might want to channel is remembering what it feels like when you have gotten mad at your brother or like snapped at something that's happened. Try to bring that all of these feelings. Big anger into that first line. The van stops abruptly on the roadside. Mom, turn around! Mom throws the van into park. We can't! There's nothing to go back to! It's gone! No! Shut up! You don't know that! My favorite part about being a mentor and a coach on this project is that I can really learn about the process myself. I've been able to explain my knowledge, but then understand it at a deeper level that I didn't really get before, and that's been so beneficial. I really like that, and I think if you're able to, you know, pull that back when we go on set, it's going to be perfect, and I'm really looking forward to it, so great job. In itself, the story is just so beautiful, and the fact that we're able to include disability in the picture, it's just going to be so fantastic. It's going to be a really, really great final project. We are on set for the short film that Kat and I produced, and we're shooting today. I am a 12 out of 10 in terms of stress levels right now, but I have a great team. I brought on amazing people, and I feel very confident we're gonna get it done. I've been looking for an interpreter for a few weeks for today. Couldn't find anyone. At least the director knows some signs. Some signs. Not fluently, but some signs are good that I've been able to go through the day with that. Just connecting with each other. It's messy, awkward, and complicated, and weird, but we're both having so much fun. Kat is the star of our movie and the hero of our story. She's so lovable and so sweet, but at the same time, no one messes with her. What is this experience about for you? Can you elaborate? Uh, do you guys need to get through? Well, yeah. We're having a memorial today for the Korean and the Canadian battleships. Okay. Uh, let me talk to the director. You can talk to the director, but there is not a whole lot of negotiation going to happen. Okay. Um, guys, we can't shoot here right now. Why not? Um... Everything was going well until there was this unexpected memorial service next door to the location where we were shooting. And there was this moment of tension. 
I think we have to move inside and flip our shoot and do sure. the shot at the end of the day. Okay, let's do it later. Okay. I've never experienced that kind of conflict before. It was completely unexpected the moment that it happened, and it was, you know, we needed to sort of readjust our schedule. It's a memorial service, so you want to be very respectful. I was worried we weren't going to get all of our shots, but I think we are, and I think we're going to finish our film. A little bit different. Right now, we're shooting a fantasy dream scene, and in the dream sequence that she's having, she is murdering the manager of the car dealership. Action! I really like strangling that character. So much fun. I've never done it before. I am loving watching her perform. She has this little, like, devilish look in her eyes. God, it's so good! I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) I'm furniture shopping with my good friends Oscar and Jacqueline because I'm moving out. Have you found your new place yet? I haven't actually nailed it down just yet, but I do need to fill it with furniture, and this is right up my alley. I've never even heard of this place. It's cute. Have you been here before? Have I been here before? No. My name is Oscar. I met Caden at the beer market. We used to work together, and I guess we're friends now. And I'm Jacqueline, and yes, I would say we are friends. (laughs) That orange seat's loud. I like it. Perfect for you. You're loud. Oh, that was much harder than I thought it was going to be. I do like this store. I think that there are a lot of pieces in here that are bold enough that I think would fit within my construct of what my place would be. But it's really expensive. The sleek sofa loveseat combo. That's what I mean. This This is is more practical. Like, this is a good sofa. And have you ever lived on your own? No. No. I've never actually had my own place. It's time, dude. Well, that's, yeah. It's time to start looking out for yourself and just, like, make yourself happy now. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it seems like that's what you See, want. See, I totally hear you. Right? Though the question is, is, like, is this Actually it? what you want? Yeah. <laughs> I got an email from this person named Victoria. She's a recruiter for this massive hotel that has, like, five restaurants. Wait, what are they offering you? A, a restaurant oh. manager for the restaurants, not, like... A restaurant, but for the restaurant. How did they find I you? Know. I was gonna say. I know. And then she asked me how did much. Did you tell her uh, the truth that you hate people? <laughs> <laughs> if I get this job, it's paying so much more than the job I'm doing right now. Okay, so is this what you want then? Like, I mean, previous jobs, you had to put your agent, you had to tell her you were on hold because you were focusing on your restaurant job. Is that really what you want to do then? Like, yeah. Like, it's just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do both of them. I would much rather have that predictability and security in the acting. Mm-hmm. Because that's what I want to do. I don't want to manage a restaurant. No. I don't think you should jump ship on your acting yet. That's all I'm saying. Me too. Thank you, Jacqueline. <laughs> Thank you, Jacqueline. Too many times I've, I've come to this crossroad. And I want to say, no, I'm going to do the acting. And I will do that for several months several years even and find myself back to I should probably get a job because <laughs> you know I got bills and shit okay so I we mean, didn't buy anything but yeah right <laughs> it was still a really nice place though perhaps one day I can afford it the scene we're shooting outside today is Kat exiting the car dealership after having had an intense confrontation with a really terrible dealership manager okay we good Yep. Yes. Ready? Yep, I'm ready. 
You okay me? Yeah. Okay, good. The scene is where I finally accomplished my goal of getting that car. Action! She gets the key to the car, and she walks out the door, and then she drops it! Hey, ma'am! Guy behind me tried to chase me. I can't, I'm deaf, so I can hear him. Hey! And only if you watch the movie will you know if it plays out well for Kat or not in the end. You're happy? Yeah, you're okay, okay with that? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Good. Woo! Nice job. Today I feel good. It's a great day. That's a wrap. We're done. Yay. I'm really impressed with the director and Arnie. We have no more shoot days because this is day one of one. We shot an entire short film in one day. I know people will like it. So overall, it's a great day. I'm tired, but good kind of tired. Society expects disabled people to be sad or look frumpy. They don't expect folks like me to try. When I do put on something that makes me feel really good instead of something that just makes me feel comfortable, people say, you don't even look like you need that cane. You're so young that you need that cane. Once my disability became visible, I really thought about who I was and how I moved through the world and what does and doesn't matter to me. And I ultimately just don't like being judged without being spoken to. I think you should just assume that you don't know something about someone until they tell you. My name is Rachel. I'm a model, musician, and activist. Featuring Den Becha Berger, Caden Lawrence, Catherine Joel McKinnon, Rachel Romu, Alexa Vassos, Ty Young, Executive Producers, Karen Hansen, Ian Thompson, Series Producer, Michelle Asgarelli, Directors, Ryan Marley, Ian Thompson, Megan McAteer, Chris Ann Hessing, Sophia Lane, Series Editor, Margaret McDougall, Composer, Walker Grimshaw, Post Sound Mixer, Taylor Brocklesby, Dialogue Editor, Christy McIntyre, produced in association with Accessible Media. Integrated Described Video Consultants, Simone Cupid and M. Williams. Production and Development Executive, Andrew Morris. To find out more, including a full list of credits, check out breakingcharacter.tv. Produced in association with AMI.